This is the Alpaca Podcast for all things alpaca. If you're an owner, a soon-to-be owner, a want-to-be owner, or are just alpaca mad or love the fleece, welcome to the Alpaca Tribe. I'm Steve Hetherington. Hi, Steve here, and welcome to the Alpaca Tribe, the podcast for alpaca people. Well, the spring is continuing to arrive, uh, but it keeps flipping back into other things, which are much more akin to winter, where we've had really strong winds and fairly heavy downpours. The lake has benefited, and the dry parts that were starting to emerge are starting to disappear. Not enough to fill the lake yet, but it'll it'll come. So the alpacas have been sheltering a bit, but also enjoying some sunbathing. Oh, and then not. <laughs> it's just the nature of this time of year, I think. And we have been having some definite April showers. And I do like weather to be appropriate for the season. So the thing we were talking about having to do with it, just give an update on the, the girls here. We were talking about bringing one of the boys down to do some spit-offs. Um, so we've done that. And that was interesting. And <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. So we brought Howell down. Howell's Casanova. He's the, the top male. And he's always particularly interested in where the girls are. So I thought he was a good choice. Put him on a halter and brought him down, walked him down. He was fine. Quite keen towards the end, but we managed. And so we put him in the the small stable, set up the pen and got the girls out one at a time. We'd already separated out the ones who were not pregnant uh, or not bred. And we then the youngsters as well. We moved them off down the far end away, so two fields away, uh, just to keep less distraction. <laughs> so the girls were, were in there. They weren't best pleased. There's a few in there. Oh, they, they are so good at reverse. There's two in particular. So Seanad is so good at reversing. And you start to, to move her and, and she just stops and she backs up and she backs up and she reverses into you. And that's always a challenge because my my leg doesn't bend that way at the knee. <laughs> so you've got to be just a little bit careful. So anyway, we managed to get them one at a time into the pen and then released Howell. Now, the first first two or three, were, he was very keen. Um, but when you've been spat at a few times, it starts to reduce your enthusiasm, I think. So actually, he he kind of had a look, and I opened the door. He had a look. He said, "No." And actually, the hay out here is quite good. So he he was eating the hay rather <laughs> rather than coming out to see the girl. Had a quick look. No, no, not don't don't know her. Oh dear. So we did manage to bring him out, and he had a, a walk around. And some of them were so clearly spit offs, which is really encouraging. So we got some what I think are much more likely to be definite pregnancies, and then we've got. Mm. Now, one, Amelia, she's always so difficult because she won't sit. She's just, you have to to really, you know, even if she's open and ready to be mated, she just refuses to sit. So we had a bit of a challenge in previous years trying to do this. And he was trotting around the outside of the pen where she was, and she was not spitting at him. Okay, that's interesting. And then... She was then settling and getting ready to sit down, ready to be mated. And think, oh, this is so unusual for her. So she was mated. She was expected to be pregnant, but 
as I think I mentioned, we we did lose an early stage fetus discovered on the the hay in the the stable. So we were never quite sure who whose it was, but I think it probably was Amelia's. We got a couple of queries from the girls, and we've got some that were definite. <laughs> Oh, close-up spitting. He, he, poor old boy. So anyway, he was a bit frustrated, I think. I gave him a slow walk back uh, to his field and he got to, well, just enjoy the walk, but also uh, have a bit of grazing along the way in payment. And he helped himself to a bit of the uh, chopped alfalfa, which they, <laughs> the girls were supposed to have eaten but had left a bit behind. So he helped himself to that. So he got a bit of payment for his trouble of coming down and being spat at. So that was useful to have got that done. So that was the the spit-offs successfully completed. And we shall, I just have to wait and see. Then the weather, as I say, has been interesting coming and going. We've had a lot of uh, strong wind. And I've always, oh, I still can't quite work it out. The, the girls move around. We roughly run north-south in the valley here, but the the wind was coming from the south-southwest. And they, the girls moved and they took themselves towards the wind and they went down to an area and I, I lost them at one point. And I thought, where have they gone? And I was trying to work out whether I was supposed to be feeding them and they weren't there uh, for their tea. So they'd actually moved themselves and they were tucked away down in the, the, the far end of the field. And, but it moved towards the wind later because the wind spins round, then coming from the north. And then they were tucked into a different corner of a field. And here they were more out of the wind. They were sheltering a belt of trees in one corner that was giving them shelter from the, the wind. So they were they were sort of holed up there. Stable's a bit of a challenge because you got, either you close the shutters to stop the wind coming one direction or the other, stop it being a howling gale coming through the building. But they don't really like being closed in like that. So uh, they, they, <laughs> they don't want to be in unless they have to be. So they've had a bit of hay and then they went out again. So the, generally, it wasn't too wet. We had some, heavier rain at times, but it was this strong wind. So that's now resolved itself. And we got a lot of debris around, lots of little bits of leaves and things that have, and branches and a few <laughs> larger bits, pieces that are going to need the chainsaw. So we, we'll sort all of that kind of stuff out. But yeah, so that's that's been, been good. But yeah, it was this big change from the major wind to it then being quiet from the really hot sun to then being all settled again. The other thing that's indicating spring has arrived, the, the leaves are, uh, are filling out on the trees, which is nice to see, all the different shades of green. How many shades of green are there? It's just amazing. Isn't it? So they're very definite, the, the different trees and the, the, the browny, bronzy almost colour of the oak leaves as they're starting to unfurl. And some are way ahead and you've got this, this little patchwork of different colours. The... Geese. Now the geese have been sat. The females have been sat on the nest for weeks and weeks and weeks. And this last weekend, it was due time for the eggs, and it was it was spot on time. It was quite amazing. So four four weeks on, and uh, just oh, where's the male? He's interesting. He's he's sat right next to, and and then shortly later we saw there they were. They they were up and uh, challenge now because where the nest was, there was there was no water very windy at all. And they were kind of stranded on this little causeway with a big drop either side. Anyway, they, they did drop the right side, which is good. And they survived. And there's seven little balls of fluff running around now. 
and so quickly get into eating and doing all the stuff that they do and uh, adjusting to movements of various things. Yesterday, there was a traffic jam. So the male who had been used to coming into the field with the alpacas, they're very, very relaxed around the alpacas generally. <laughs> a few, few hisses now and again if someone's too close, but generally they get on very well. And the 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 male was used to coming into the field. And, it, and so he came in, they, 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 the pair of them came up with all the, the little balls of fluff. They just disappear on the grass. You can't see them. Amazing, amazing camouflage. So they, they'd come in and then they decided uh, they needed to leave. Well, the girls had seen me. I was being up and feed the, fed the boys at the top of the hill. And the girls had seen me. And therefore, obviously, it must be tea time. So they decided to wander back in from the car park. And therefore, this was a challenge because it was coming in too close to the geese. So they needed to leave. And there was a bit of a standoff in the gate because there's a narrow point where the geese were right in it. And there was a, a young alpaca, one of the youngsters, who was trying to come in and then couldn't. And they didn't know what to do and was being hissed at. And eventually she she backed off a little bit, just enough to allow the male to lead the way and stride off. In Well, they try ever so hard to be elegant on, on land, but they waddle so, don't they? And uh, they're much more elegant on water. So anyway, he, he strode off down the car park, leading his little entourage, which was lovely. And then a couple of the other alpacas who had been left in the field behind them decided they needed to come out. Um, they weren't too sure about all this hissing. So they, they came following him down behind. So he had to kind of turn around and, and protect from the rear as well as lead from the front. It was quite a, a challenge for him. He's on guard continuously for, for weeks now. He's been watching over his female while she's been on the nest. And now he's very alert and on guard. He gets to eat now and again, but he spends a lot of time just standing and watching and being alert. So it's interesting to, to see how they, they, they're working. So this, she, she keeps sitting down and then spreading her wings and the little ones all run underneath. Um, so much lovely imagery and stuff in, in all of that. And they, the care they, they take of their offspring is just, just lovely to see. Just, just quite amazing. A lot of detail, actually. There's a lot of stuff going on that you have to stop and, and watch, a bit like the alpacas. So they've been getting on well together. And the the other thing that's been buzzing around is there's been lots of, we had one and then more, and now we've got a, I don't know, it must be seven or eight, possibly 10 um, swallows whizzing around uh, on the surface of the lake and zipping into the stable. Um, so I've had to duck a couple of times. Uh, they do whiz in so fast. So that's good to see them. That's always nice to hear. And the cuckoos continue to be busy. I don't know how many nests there are in the valley. A lot more than I would probably give credit for. But the the cuckoos have been busy backing up down the, the valley, calling and, and presumably uh, replacing eggs in nests. So I don't know how we, we managed to get any birds. But uh, the cuckoos continue to be busy. So that's a, another clear sign of the spring. We're due for some mixed weather and then some heavy rain next weekend. So uh, it's just what it is. Uh, but the grass has responded. All the green has, has shifted nicely, just that couple of days of a bit more damp. And it's nice to have a general developing rather than it all coming at once. The overall sense is really that the things are starting to settle a bit and getting into a rhythm. And the girls are enjoying having more grass, so they're wandering off and doing their thing. 
and which is great. I'd rather give them lots of grass than lots of dried food. We need to supplement where we do, but it's good to have access to the grass. So they, they're enjoying doing their wandering and being in, in a place where they can get access to some good grazing, which is good to see. We've also got a pair of rabbits. We've seen one, and this morning we saw two in the field. <laughs> oh, we know what that means. There will be more. So I'm not quite sure where they, they're tucking themselves away. There'll be a hole somewhere that I haven't noticed. So this is all part of the, the spreading, really, of the natural life within the valley, uh, because we're not disturbing it as much. There's not as many people in, in and out and around and about. So the alpacas are a little bit more uncomfortable. When it was when it was sunny, they were having a good old roll. There was lots of dust being created and getting into the fleece. I always hate that. Just thinking of shearing, but it's so cold at the moment, and we, we we're staying cold. And we're going to be cold. It's 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 April. Was, we had more sh- sort of frost through April than we have had for sixty years, and May seems to be continuing that theme. Not as much as frost, but it's still really cold particularly at night. So that's going to be something to watch. And I think the, the shearing might just get have to slide a little bit later. And all the time you're trying to adjust these things. But uh, we'll keep an eye and make sure that we can keep them comfortable and not affected by their fleece being too long at the moment. And as soon as we're able to, we'll get on and do some shearing. But I don't want to do it too early and then have other problems. Especially the little ones, they're going to be tiny. I, I just looking at some of them and, and thinking how much fleece they've got and how, how tiny they're going to be once they're sheared. Yeah. So we, we I seem to be settling into a routine, as I say. It's just kind of that shift into the, the, the season and settling into that, feeling our way into something of the next phase. It does feel like a phase shift. And that's probably right. It needs to be. There we go. One of the things that I'm planning to do is to record one of these episodes with an audience. Oh, that sounds fun. But you'd have to come. I need I need an audience. So what I'm thinking that we can do is to have a Zoom call. So the details will be on the website and uh, just going to ask people to, to sign up so we can get the information to the right people. And that will then mean that you'd be welcome to come and we just... Ha- talk alpacas. Oh, no good. That'd be nice. And uh, we'll try and pick a time which will work for most people, most places. And it'd be really nice to have some of you along for the conversation. And for some of that, we can record it and use it as one of our episodes or include it in one of our episodes in the future. So more details to come on that, but I just thought I'd give you a heads up. If you'd be interested, do let me know. Drop me a line to steve at alpacatribe.com. And there's information available on the website of exact details. Thanks for being here. Hope you have a good week and see you again soon. Oh, and if you can, go spend some time with an alpaca. This is the Alpaca Tribe, and I'm Steve Hetherington. 
Have a great day. 